Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today, we are joined by Mark Lieberson, president of LKH Management and owner of Replay and Elixir. At Replay Andersonville, you are invited to unwind, enjoy delicious food and beverages, and leave feeling better than you did when you arrived with 22 vintage video arcade games and over 20 rotating craft beers on draft. Elixir, which is right around the corner, is an inviting, intimate lounge that celebrates the art of cocktail. You can visit Replay at 5358 North Clark and Elixir at 1509 West Balmoral. Welcome, Mark. How are you today? Doing great. How are you doing? We're good. Um, Thank you so much for being here today with us. And we always like to start with you telling us a little bit about your background. My background, let's see, I've been in the hospitality industry for almost my entire life. Uh, I had originally worked with Levy Restaurants and also with Hilton Hotels and ultimately decided to venture out on my own and created first a magazine here in Chicago called UR Chicago and was doing big events through UR. Ultimately, that led me to meet a lot of people in the club industry. We were doing one of the biggest New Year's parties in the city at the Marriott downtown, and they all knew what I was doing. I was doing big events at their clubs, and they were saying to me, why don't you open a club? And I thought, you know, they're right. Why don't I open a club? And ultimately, we decided to create a club. But instead of doing what I had been doing, which was creating events for the straight community, I decided that if I was going to create something, I was going to create something for the gay community, and Hydrate Night Club was born about 17 years ago. And that, yeah, and that opened in 2002, roughly? Roughly, yeah. Yeah. And what did you learn most from that first experience of, of opening your first kind of nightclub? Probably what I learned was just how exciting and diverse the community is in Chicago. We have an incredible gay community here, and they appreciate when you appreciate them. And they also appreciate when you are supportive of things that are important to the community. When we opened the business, one of the priorities we had was to be very involved in supporting the community from a charity basis, from a sports basis, so socially, to do more than just provide them simply a nightclub. And so one of the principles we set out was that if a charity approached us and they wanted our support, we would provide it. And we've continued that to this day, uh, sponsoring all kinds of different events, including right now our our, our focus is on trying to help open a dental clinic on the north side to provide services for people who don't have dental insurance. Um, we sponsor the most sports teams, from what I understand, in the gay community in Chicago. And we are pretty much on board with anything that people want to do that are going to benefit our community or our greater community here in Chicago. And tell us more about that dental clinic. That's with Howard Brown, correct? That is with Howard Brown. Um, I think it's really an important priority. Medical in this country is so crazy, and we don't really do it very well. And so many people, even if they have medical coverage, that doesn't guarantee they have dental coverage. And dental is such an important link to your health. It really bothered me. And a friend of mine is a dentist, and she ultimately took over the position of the director for their dental programs. When I realized what she was facing trying to assist people in their clinic that they have on the south side, I realized that the needs weren't just on the south side, they're on the north side too. So I took it as a priority and engaged friends of mine. And we've raised, I think, probably about $50,000 already toward that clinic, if not more. And I know that a location has already been signed up and hopefully we'll be seeing it soon. That's incredible. That's important. We got to you know, try to help out each other. 
Well, we know that there is a replay and an elixir in Boys Town as well as our Andersonville locations, which opened here in 2015. How did you go about choosing Andersonville as the second location? So I love Andersonville. I lived in Uptown for a long time and used to walk to Andersonville from Uptown. It was one of my favorite walks. And I've always wanted a business in Andersonville. So for a long time before we finally opened and found found the location and opened, we had been looking at locations regularly and thinking, could this work? Could this work? And finally, we found one that made total sense and loved being here. And basically for us, it was about looking at the community and saying, what would people appreciate? And we thought bringing a place where you could go, have great food, and at the same time, be able to have fun, watch sports, play video games. We thought that was a great idea, a great combination. So, And then we added in the lounge on the side, Elixir, really because we wanted to bring something where it's a more upscale cocktail option. So everything we do there is all craft cocktails. It's all made with super premium products. It's very much an adult venue. And so we wanted to provide that as a, an alternative. Yeah, the feel is very different between the, the two establishments, even though it's very cool that you can access them through each other. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the The same thing is true up in uh, Lakeview because we have Hydrate right next to Elixir there. And again, you could not ask for more distinct venues. And I just walked by the Elixir in Lakeview about a couple weeks ago and noticed that you were all decked out in a theme, I believe is Diagon Alley for Halloween. So do you often do themes around your establishments? I'm not sure I've noticed the same themes here at Elixir. So one here. of the things that makes our crew really great, we have wonderful management and a lot of what they do is their own brainchild. They're very much allowed to create their own home and they all come up with their own ideas. The space that we have inside of Elixir in here and Replay here, we do decorate. We have never done a quote-unquote trying to make it into a different place. It happens to be that Drew, who does the uh, programming uh, and all of our mixology up in Elixir in Lakeview, loves creating these different themes, and so we give him a lot of support to make that happen there. But uh, we do, I don't know, we, we definitely do a lot of creative stuff here in Andersonville. It's just a different style. Including um, Elixir often does an open mic night or recurring music, I want to say, on certain evenings. Is that correct? We've done a lot of different programming with music. Uh, and actually, one of my favorites just occurred. It's the first Monday of the month. Uh, it's uh, two drag queens singing. It's absolutely <laughs> brilliant uh it's a combination of alexis bevels and dixieland carwright and they are so talented and so funny and actually we found them because they performed together for us at midsummer fest and i was like this is brilliant people will love this and it, it really is just such a great fun show we, we do a lot of other different programming people come to us with ideas and we're always open to trying different things so uh yeah there's been open mic nights there's been poetry nights there's been a lot of different things you just have to watch the the windows watch the the tabletops inside of elixir and they're always promoting something different and you're an adults only establishment after certain times during the day, but kids are welcome to come up to a certain point. Can you tell us more about that and kind of yeah, the demographic? So we, it was really interesting because in Lakeview, we're very much an adult destination. In 
and we we didn't really think about it when we came into Andersonville, but there's so many families in Andersonville and they really liked what we were doing and wanted to bring kids into the environment. But then we were getting great pushback from the adults who were saying, we don't want kids in our bar fighting with us for the games. So we decided to look at it like public swimming pools to a degree. We decided there could be an adult swim and a kid's swim. And so we sort of broke it out into what seemed to be fair time slots so that people would know that from this time to this time, they're going to be kids in the environment and we're all going to have a great time. But if you want the adult swim, it starts at this time. So we have it all clear on our website. Uh, it's different on weekdays than weekends. And it actually seems to have worked very well. So I'm, I'm really happy about it. Plus, we are always dog friendly on the patio and people seem to really enjoy that as well. So I think the dogs get more hours than the kids, but it's okay. Yeah, I remember when it was first being built and I would walk by and walk by and I'm like, is that, is it going to be for kid like what is it who's who's gonna go and then it ended up being for everybody so we 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 actually created it for adults but we're yeah. really thrilled to share it with everyone i mean yeah. our, our whole goal is to really have a place that you could go and have really great beer options that are you know unique and interesting have great bourbon options be able to play video games we do free popcorn it's just supposed to be a fun place to hang out and then we brought in great chefs the our executive chef he was originally the sous chef at girl and the goat and he's been cooking forever just so talented and i'm really proud that the food we do there for brunch for dinner lunch is i think awesome and so we want people to come we want them to eat with us we want them to drink with us we want them to stay and play it's just supposed to be a place you can feel comfortable and for lots of different people to feel comfortable for different reasons. And we, we have people who come in and we'll be watching RuPaul Drag Race on the nights that that's on. And then we'll have people who are there watching, hopefully there'll be another one, but the World Series with us uh, when the, the Cubs were in the World Series. Or we have the Lyle crowd that came in when they were doing great in basketball. Northwestern fans are there regularly. I'm really excited that we have such a diverse audience. It's really, it couldn't be more it really represents Andersonville because it's everyone. Everyone is allowed to feel comfortable and, and consider it their home. And that's an important priority for us. And let's talk about the video games a little bit. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that curation of how you selected your games, where they came from? Well, we tried to pick the most popular video games that are out there. And I was a video fanatic. I, I, I was the guy who was, uh, as a kid, demanding quarters from my dad and uh, and escaping into the the arcade and it was something that i think a lot of us grew up with what, what i'm finding now is there's really some cool aspects of of the gaming culture so first off you were asking about kids before it is so fun watching people who are adults who had played these video games when they were kids teaching their kids to play the same games and then ultimately being beaten by the kids because their <laughs> reflexes are so much faster. It's just amazing. Happens over and over again. And so that aspect during the time the kids are, are there and everything is so cool. Then you have younger generations where you have people who, are, who, are, who were not exposed to these games who are enjoying being a part of that whole experience as well. And all the video games are free, so you don't have to pay for any of them. And you can go there, hang out, drink, play these video games, Galaga is one of my favorites. They're all like the top video games that, that, that have ever been in the market. Do you ever find you see one or two of the machines getting a little more love than the others? Or are they like really big fan favorites? 
I always go for Pac-Man. I think it's Mrs. Pac-Man that you have there. But... I, I, we have Ms. Pac-Man, yeah. and we we definitely that's definitely She's a popular one. I, well, Mrs. Pac-Man. sorry, Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> Their relationship is on the DL. I don't even know if there is, is a DL. normal Pac-Man on uh, those big ones. Now that I think of it, there there, there is, but we don't have it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Galaga, as I mentioned, is popular. Yeah. You have Donkey Kong. We have Donkey Kong, which everybody really likes. Um, I'm trying to think of the names of the games. Uh, there's just so many. Well, the, there's like a blaster. Is that Galaga? The blaster game where you have well, the little. There's shoot. a number of different shooting games. A number of different uh, games. There's actually a new one that we got in recently that is related to Star Wars, and I had never seen before that people are really having fun with. Uh, we also have a rotating collection of pinball games, and those unfortunately you do have to pay for. Uh, but the majority of games are all the video games, which are free. And it, it really just depends what your interests are. You can do everything from build a hamburger to, uh, you know, battle. You, you can literally drive right next to someone. And the, we have the two driving games connected and you can battle each other for. Uh, That's how I learned how to drive. My dad was a huge, maybe it was because, you know, he just like needed a babysitter for us all. But <laughs> he would take us to the arcade all the time. And like literally that's how I learned how to drive, like driving on those driving video I games. I love that. I <laughs> yeah. love that. Well, the the kids are definitely very big on driving in those games. And I've seen a lot of dads versus kids playing on those games. And the moms get involved as well. Or the dad and dad, mom and mom. We have a real, like I said, it's a diversity of people coming in, whether it's families or it's people who are there to watch sports. It's It's been great fun. And they all get into the games and they all really have a good time. And that's really what it's all about. It's supposed to be fun. So, you know, if, if they're smiling, I'm smiling. Um, and I know you touched on this just a minute ago, um, but Replay's menu recently went through some changes. Uh, what new items can folks expect to see who haven't necessarily been in in a while? That's a great question. We, we actually brought in a guest chef with us, Dirk Flanagan, who I knew for many years because he's worked at some of the best restaurants in the city. Um, most recently was known for his work at The Gage. And he was the, the opening executive chef there and would think was there for like nine years or something. Anyway, the bottom line is, is I knew him even before that. He was at Meritage and uh, I knew him before that. I won't age him too far back. But he has a great style and I thought that he would work really well with our executive chef. And luckily they hit it off and brought together some really great flavors. One of my favorite dishes is the curry ribs. It's just absolutely so amazing. You know, you can get barbecue ribs around uh, very easily and they're delicious. And I I definitely love barbecue ribs, but the curried ribs have become my new favorite thing and I just absolutely love it. And and I must be on a curried kick because my second favorite thing is that there is an appetizer that is a cauliflower appetizer with curry and I just really... Oh yeah. You had that during Taste of Andersonville. It was we delicious. We did. We did. Well, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. I, I love that dish. And let's see, what else do we add in that I really am in love with? I, we added two new vegetarian dishes that are great. We have these um, hand of the wood mushrooms and just a lot of great flavors that I think are awesome. Uh, we've added new hamburgers in. There's one with kimchi. We've added in, gosh, we've, we've added in so many different things. Uh, we marked up the menu where the new items are in red so you can identify fairly quickly which are the newest additions. And uh, they reflect the combination of the effort between these two great chefs. And I love what they're created. And what about cocktails at Elixir? Is there a favorite over there? So we have a great mixologist at Elixir. Um, 
I'm really excited about what he's been working on now for this uh, this season, which I'm regretting is starting, but we're heading into fall. And Mitch is so talented. If you go in and see Mitch, he will come up with great cocktails for you off on the on the fly. If you if you have something that you have a particular flavor, you know, profile that you're looking for, this is something that I'm really proud of at both elixirs. You don't have to order off the menu. You can talk to them about what it is that you want, and they're happy to create it for you. But they also create their own special items, and it's constantly rotating. And he is about to introduce a new menu for the fall here in Andersonville. And right now we have a whole collection of Harry Potter specials uh, over in Lakeview, which you have to get there soon because those will end come Halloween. And uh, I don't know. There's always new exciting flavors that taste. And actually, uh, at Replay, if you like rosé and you like frozen rosé, the frosé season is coming to an end soon, so I would get over and check that out because it's one of my favorite. I'm so excited about this this recipe. I was involved in the creation of it, and my goal is to make it less sweet than a lot of places. Like you go and get frozen drinks at some places, and honestly, it tastes like you you just went to a Seven Eleven and got a Slurpee. And I wanted something that tastes like a cocktail, but that would have that quality of a refreshing drink that's frozen as well. And I, I'm, I'm thrilled with it. I, I'm addicted to them. So if you want to give it a try, you better do it soon because we're going to be switching to a new cocktail for the fall very shortly. And what's that? Do you know what that new cocktail is for the fall? It is an apple-focused cocktail. And we're ultimately going to be seeing a bourbon-focused cocktail. Uh, we've been trying a lot of different recipes. Uh, Mark Knott, who works with me over there, has been focused on that effort. We've got a great team over there. There's uh, Morgan and Ben and Mark. And so if you're in there, see who the manager is. They're always happy to see you and, and take care of you. And they can tell you about what they're working on now. Well, Mark, you've obviously been in the bar and restaurant industry for a very long time. How have you seen it evolve over the years and where do you think it's headed? Well, the industry continues to remain a very competitive industry. We're always having to think where we're going. And I believe that the way life works in really every business probably is that if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. So we're constantly having meetings every week, literally talking about what we're going to be creating, what we're going to be doing, and trying to keep the places interesting and fresh. We, I, I think that the way the industry has evolved is that it's become more accessible to more people. I think that people are comfortable going into a more diversity, you know, more diverse places. We certainly are seeing a lot more competition. The restaurant industry has become incredibly comp- competitive in Chicago, and same for the bar industry. You know, when I started, there were much less options available, and now other neighborhoods uh, have more options as well. But I love where we're at because I, I really think that in the the surrounding communities on the north side in Andersonville. Andersonville is the best. You walk down the street, you have so many great stores to go to, so many great dining options, and it continues, I think, to be the shining star. If if you go to Lakeview and you want to go out to bars, you, you really need to go to Boys Town because it's fun. I mean, it's it's just a a center of great options for people to enjoy themselves. And I and I'm I'm thrilled to be part of both communities. I, I work actually as a member of the board for both chambers, and I'm proud of the efforts that both chambers make to make the neighborhoods better continuously. And and hopefully we'll see that continue to be our goal and an effective mission long time to come. 
And, you know, what would be the biggest piece of advice you would offer to a young entrepreneur out there, um, either looking to start their own business or enter into restaurant and bar ownership? Run for your life. Uh, let's <laughs> That's see. not the first time we've heard that, actually. <laughs> I, I think that probably the biggest advice is to not be afraid to know what you don't know. Um, I think that one of the mistakes that people make when they're young is the belief that you need to know everything. And the reality is, is that the strength of a business and its future has less to do with the individual and more to do with the team. And that's why in our environments, we, we say that it's very entrepreneurial. And actually, people will tell you, like, my fa- one of my favorite lines is, is that, you know, when I'm talking to them about ideas, uh, I, I want them to tell me their ideas. I want them to disagree with me. I want to have interactions. If I, if I, I always say, if I wanted to hear what I was saying, I could just get a mirror. It would be a lot, lot less expensive, and it could <laughs> just tell me what I'm saying. I, I don't want mirrors. I think it's important that people be receptive and accepting of of people's opinions and ideas. You don't always have to agree with people, but if you're not open to their ideas and their opinions, you're going to probably be less successful because you're cutting off a resource. And again, that does come down to the knowing what you know and knowing what you don't know. If somebody's involved in directly making drinks working for you, they may have very strong ideas about what the clientele are looking for, or even in terms of how you're setting something up, we actually, in Elixir in Lakeview, when we first built it, we ended up closing for like three days and reorganizing the plumbing behind the bar and the structure to make it more effective to work there. Based upon our staff saying, this isn't awkward, you know, that it wasn't working the way it was intended. Sometimes you have the best of intentions, people involved in design. Rather than putting up your, your back and saying, I'm right, you should be receptive to what it is that other people say and, and recognize that uh, you're not always right, and that's, that's okay. So I think that's the key to success is the willingness to be wrong. And humble, it sounds like. Well, I, I think that you know I'm proud of what we do, mm-hmm. and I, I'm proud of the work that our team does. And, and I, but I think that people recognize that you know, I'm hoping that they learn through the process that it's okay to disagree, that it's okay to have your own ideas, and it's okay to have other people's ideas influence your ultimate decisions, or even take, uh, you know, to to be the decision for the team. And what about would you give your kind of former self, your your, you know, self seventeen years ago when you're opening Hydrate? Would you have any advice for that person? Well, I already said run for your life. Um, <laughs> and what would I say? I would say relax and enjoy. Um, I think that a lot of times we spend so much time focused on trying to accomplish so much uh, so quickly that sometimes you don't take a moment to smell the roses. I think that I've tried to make a point as I've gotten older to take more time out to appreciate what it is that's happening around me. Um, although sometimes I still get accused of being a bit of a workaholic, but I enjoy what I do. Maybe, maybe that's the key. Always enjoy what you're doing. If you're not enjoying it, do something else because you're not doing the right thing. Uh, I have fun. And I think that if you're doing a job and you're not having fun, you're probably doing the wrong job. And you travel a lot, um, don't you? Are yeah, you, and that's yeah. something that's much different than when I was younger. Uh, you know, as I've gotten older, I've tried to make a little bit more time to do things like that. And so there'll be intense periods of work, intense periods of travel. 
Um, I, I like the fact that I can see the world uh, and I'm trying to uh, follow the commercial the, to see it before I leave it kind of thing. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, I think that was somebody's commercial. Anyway, it, it, it rang true. So here I am. While I can still move about, I'm, I'm going to move about to different uh, continents and see what they look like. Have you had a favorite cultures. favorite experience so far, a favorite place that you've been? I've loved all of them for different reasons. Um, I, I love going to Mexico. We're actually doing an event in Mexico in March. Uh, we're very excited about it. We're bringing a group of incredible DJs and performers to Puerto Vallarta, and we're doing a series of six parties over a, a long weekend, what will be a very long weekend, uh, going from Friday night to Sunday night or, or Monday morning and uh, including beachfronts and uh, inside of nightclubs and everything else. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and then we, let's see, travel-wise, beyond Puerto Vallarta, which I always thought I'd retire in if I ever retire. Uh, I loved going to Singapore. I loved my experience in China. I loved my experience in Bangkok. I mean, all of these cultures are so wonderful. The foods are really great. And I, I went out and did, you know, street food tours in Vietnam. Uh, I've done, uh, you know, in Sydney, I went to see opera. Uh, I, I feel very blessed. I, I've seen some a huge, huge nightclub party thrown in, in Bangkok. I traveled with Ralphie Rosario when he was spinning there with Abel. And I went also with Ralphie to, I don't know if you know Ralphie, we will look him up for the show notes, uh, that's for sure. But Ralphie if you want to send us some info, that'd he, be great. He's a, he's a Grammy-nominated. He actually just got his own street sign. It's it's placed right in front of Hydrate. But he's an incredible DJ and producer. He's worked with Madonna, worked with so many different great talents. And a good friend, he was uh, performing in Bangkok with his uh, spinning partner. They they combined to be Rosabelle. And it was an incredible uh, experience that I got to, to be there for. Uh, similarly, he was at Ministry of Sound in London, and I was there for that event. Uh, and what I'm looking forward to now is that I have planned to go to Africa, South Africa, and I'm going to. I'm looking forward to seeing the wine country there. And one of my best friends just moved to Paris uh, for work, so I now have a, a new excuse to try to go to Europe as well. I don't know. As long as my doors, as long as I can get on an airplane, uh, I think the door should remain open and. I can't pick an exact favorite. I think they've all been incredible. Yeah. Well, now we're at a point in each episode where we like to ask our guests if you had the opportunity to switch places with another Andersonville business for a day, who you would pick? <laughs> I would pick the 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 ice cream store. Uh, George's. George's. But for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Just to eat it all. I would eat it all. Yeah. I, I'm an absolute <laughs> ice cream fanatic. I don't know. You know, that's a really great question. There's so many incredible stores in this block. Um, I, I'm, I, I can't say that I would pick just one that I would want to switch places with at all, all the time. I think it would be fascinating to walk in the footsteps of the owners of Women and Children First. I mean, the, the history and the role they play in in society has been so exciting. Um, I, I love Vincent, and I, I just think it's such a great restaurant. And Kalos is outstanding. Uh, I, I, you know, as, as I walk down the block in my head, um, I don't know if I really want to switch places with any of them because I really enjoy them as they are, and I would rather just be there as a guest and 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 experience our community as they're creating it. So 
I don't know if I really want to take over for anybody. I'm willing to eat all the ice cream, but mm-hmm. uh, and what and what flavor? Oh, I'm a chocoholic. It's a terrifying thing. But if you combine things with chocolate, I'm 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 in a lot of trouble. Like I said before, I walked in here. I said if I didn't have to be on time, I would have stopped and got ice cream on the way, and I wasn't kidding. <laughs> um, I know you know you can't maybe pick a business, but have you ever thought about or was there ever? kind of an inkling to go into a different industry at all? Or are you kind of happy in the hospitality bar restaurant industry? I love what I do. Um, Would there be another industry that I really want to be in? I I can't see myself doing anything else at this point. I I loved when I was in the hotel world, but it's a very related, you know, tangential business. And uh, when I was working with Levy, I was involved in, in arenas and that is a very different experience as well. I don't know. I love the hotel world though. People waking up with you and uh, starting their day. And uh, it was, I don't know, I like the hotel industry, but I'll be honest, I'm really enjoying what I do right now. And I, I don't have any reason to think about any other industry more is more desirable for me. Um, I think there are probably, if I was going to do anything else, you know what I would love to do? Okay. I have the, I have the right answer. I think for me, I would want to go into law and I would want to go into law because some of the things that go on in society just annoy the heck out of me. And so if I was a lawyer, maybe I could make more of a difference. I don't know. That would be the one thing that I would think would be interesting. So that would be fun. I, I went through a really bad medical episode like about four years ago and they had a hard time diagnosing what was wrong with me. I, I think medicine, it's so important that people get involved in, in medical careers and, and do uh, the, the hard work that's required to be able to be qualified to help other people and, and again, be listening and hearing what it is that your patients are saying so that you can diagnose them properly, I think is so critical. So getting the right people into the right positions, you know, you have to have people who are great scientists, but also just like I was saying about our industry, you have to be hearing what it is and listening to people and responding to uh, what they're giving you, whether it's patients or guests at the bar or employees, peers, etc. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's really an honor, a pleasure to be a part of this community, and I, I greatly appreciate it. And and I do hope that people, if you haven't thought about it, that you actually will think about donating to the Howard Brown Dental, you can do it on their website and uh, and help to make this dental clinic a reality to better serve our community. Yeah, we'll link through that um, you know, on the show notes and we'll thank put all you. the information out there. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Replay and Elixir, please visit replayandersonville.com and elixirandersonville.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org.